I am now on Instagram, so you can follow me at Saved by Grace Podcast, where I will also be um, posting content, and you can keep up with uh, my uploads that way. And then also, if you have any prayer requests, um, just message me. I would love to um, pray for you. So, uh, it's been a while since I've posted, and um, if you don't know, I have two uh, boys, they're almost one years old, my goodness, um, and you probably hear one in the background right now, he's supposed to be sleeping, <laughs> uh, but I have two one-year-old boys, and um, I was not prepared for the transition of two naps to one nap, so it's been quite an adjustment. But I think I have um, gotten myself situated. So I am back and um, ready to share God's word word with you guys. So we're going to be in chapter one of the book of Habakkuk. Um, You guys, Lord, I um, had never touched this book, looked at this book before the Lord placed it on my heart um, to read. Uh, and when I read it, I was like, oh, child. <laughs> but it's it's really good. And so I'm so excited to give you this word. So we're going to start in chapter one. And it reads, How long, O Lord, must I call for help? But, but you do not listen. Violence is everywhere. I cry, but you do not come to save. Must I forever see these evil deeds? Why must I watch? all this misery Uh, wherever I look I see destruction and violence I am surrounded by people who love to argue and fight the law has become paralyzed and there is no justice in the courts the wicked far outnumber the righteous so that justice has become perverted Uh, so basically you see that Habakkuk is complaining about the things that are going on in his nations he's seeing evil he's seeing all this destruction and he's just like uh lord you know where are you are you listening um i'm crying out to you and i'm not getting anything in return and um i don't know about you but there's many there's been many many times um where i've just sat and and after looking at everything that's going on on the on in the world right now um and just been like man are you are you here are you seeing this lord um and so that's where habakkuk is and so the lord replies to habakkuk in verse 5 he says look around at the nations look and be amazed for i am doing something in your own day something you wouldn't believe even if someone told you about it so he was doing something new doing something nobody has seen and many times um like Habakkuk when we receive an answer from the Lord it's not what um we have in mind or it's not what we prefer so our reactions toward it are immediately negative when in reality we're perceiving the very word wrong like um, I pray for you to help God, but ooh, nah, um, I wasn't, I wasn't looking at it like that. That's not how I wanted it. Um, but we don't realize that the outcome 
God will bring is far better, far better than anything we could ever imagine. Habakkuk didn't see God's full picture in that God in this um, time was working on a full circle moment. So he began to make assumptions based on what the Lord had said. But at times what we have to remember is that God always, always, always has our destiny in mind. So he will always do what's best for us regardless of our feelings. And we tend to get upset because it's not how or what we prefer. But if we truly place our trust in him, we will see that the Lord has a way of bringing things full circle and I don't know about y'all but I love a full circle moment when things just come back and just just come around to working in harmony working in sync working so well it's it's great it's awesome I love a full circle moment so um that's what the Lord was doing in this time so the Lord had told Habakkuk to resolve the issue, he was going to allow the allow the Babylonians to invade the land. And the Babylonians were a cruel and violent people. Um, they were conquering many lands during this time, bringing destruction, um, and they just weren't a good people. Um, so Habakkuk assumed that because of his nation's sins, God was just going to wipe them all out. He was like, oh man, this is... Noah reloaded. We're about to we out. We out. Sodom and Gomorrah. This is it right here. We're we're about to be out. And so he was basically like, "Yo, God, like, are you serious right now? Like, why, why?" He he started getting afraid because he was like, "I'm about to die," <laughs> right? So um, it's like he didn't expect. He didn't. He didn't. Um, yeah, he didn't think that God would respond like that like he didn't um he didn't expect that and I don't know if he was expecting God to just scoop him up or to only rescue him but sometimes things are a lot bigger than just you and I you know maybe you're in a situation that's similar maybe you're you're in a place or in an environment that's kind of like Habakkuk where things are chaotic around you and um they're not suiting you even what's going on in the world it's just like you know crazy right so maybe God doesn't want to move you but he wants to change the environment around you instead maybe he wants to begin to mold the environment to where it better suits you it better fits you for your purpose and your well-being think about it pray about it you guys okay so Habakkuk then goes to ask God will they succeed forever in their conquest um and when God replies to Habakkuk's uh, assumptions um the Lord says I will take no pleasure in those who turn away but the righteous will live by their faithfulness so God explains that their reign would not last forever that the um, survivors the captives the righteous would would rise up and take back what was stolen 
disaster would basically strike once again those who were doing evil. And that, my friends, is a full circle moment. Lord Jesus, talk about killing two birds with one stone, okay, God? Shoot, God is the man, okay? So, God was using, um, God was using this as a time to prune the nation. He was um, purifying the nation. He was allowing the Babylonians to go in and basically clean house of all the evil um, that was going on in the nation. But the righteous were going to remain. The righteous were going to live because of their faithfulness to God. So, friends, during this time, it's time that we put our preferences to the side. It's time that without seeing the full picture, we say, God, I trust you anyways. Your word says that all things work together for good to those who love God. So my faith is in you, Lord. I trust you. You've got my best interest. You've got my destiny in mind. And you said that you would never forsake the righteous, forsake your children. So I trust in you, Lord. So let's look at chapter three, okay? Because this is where Habakkuk begins to say that, you know, I trust you, Lord. So chapter three, verse 17. Even though the fig trees have no blossoms and there are no grapes on the vines, even though the olive crop fails and the fields lie empty and barren, even though the flocks die in the fields and the cattle barns are empty, yet I will rejoice in the Lord. I will be joyful in the God of my salvation. So Habakkuk... The name Habakkuk means to embrace. Habakkuk was finally able to embrace what the Lord was doing. And out of that embrace, he was able to position himself in a place of praise. Things still weren't pretty at the moment. And before they got better, they were going to get worse. But despite all of that, he was able to regain his stance and bless the Lord anyways. It's time that we do the same. It's time that we embrace this season and truly wait on the Lord. I know we're all so ready for all of this to be over and we're um, ready to get back to normal, quote, quote. But the Lord says, wait, for I am doing a new thing. He is doing a new thing. That that word has been so heavy during the season because it is true. The Lord is doing a new thing. So we need to wait on him and let him um, work and let his plans come to pass, right? So what we have to remember is God has been doing this for a long time. And I know we remember it, but we need to really, truly remember he's been doing this for a long time he knows what he's doing what we're going through is not a surprise to him it's not new to him this is all 
this is all not a surprise. All the pandemics, all the plagues, disasters that this world has seen, he is not surprised by any of it. He is still in control and he is still providing. The Lord has been drawing my attention to rain a lot lately um, in, in dreams and in waking life. Uh, for many reasons, but one of the reasons being um, to show that he is still providing. He's still sending the rain. He's still sending the rain to yield crops, to support life. He's still sending the rain for this land to be fruitful. He is still taking care of us. So trust him. Trust him and praise him in the midst. Trust him and praise him in the valley. When you're feeling overwhelmed, praise him. When um, the spirit of fear um, starts to overcome you, praise him. Anxiety, depression, sickness, praise him. Doubt, worry, praise him. Praise shuts the mouth of the enemy. So start your day with worship or end your day with worship. Worship while you cook. Just somehow incorporate praise and worship um, into your day and see how much it uplifts your spirit and also grows your faith. The Bible says to put on the garment of praise for heaviness. That is what he has given us in seasons of heaviness. And this is a season of heaviness. And he has given us the garment of praise. He says, put that on, put it on. So are you wearing your garment of praise? He deserves the praise. He deserves it at all times. Not just when things are pretty. Not when we're looking for something in return. At all times. The good, the bad, the uncertain, the certain. All times, you guys. So I encourage you to check your positioning this week. Um, Check your focus. Check who or what you're putting your trust in. And trust and know that with everything going on, God is working on a full circle moment. He is doing something new. He is doing a new thing. Something that nobody's seen. Praise God. So, um, I'm going to leave you with a few scriptures to meditate on that I believe will truly um, help you during this time. Um, So the first one is Isaiah chapter 26, verse 3. You will keep in perfect peace all who trust in you, all whose thoughts are fixed on you. Hallelujah. Set your mind on things above, guys. In the mornings, set your minds on things above and let the Lord just overflow you with peace let him just pour peace on you for your day and your week okay um romans chapter 8 18 yet what we suffer now is nothing Mm, let me read that again yet what we suffer now is nothing compared to the glory he will reveal to us later. Thank you, Jesus. Write that one down, y'all, for real, and meditate on that. That is so good. That is so good. Okay, last one. Uh, James chapter 1, 
verses 2 through 4. Consider it pure joy, my brothers and sisters, whenever you face trials of many kinds, because you know that the testing of your faith produces perseverance. Let perseverance finish its work so that you may be mature and complete, not lacking anything. So um, I want you guys to write those down, okay? Isaiah chapter 26, verse 3, Romans 8, 18, and James chapter 1, verses 2 through 4. Write those down and just meditate on those with the Lord. Um, and just trust Him. He, he's got this. He's got us. Listen to the song or sing the song. Um, he's got the whole world in His hands because He does. He's got us. He's taking care of us. He's still providing, okay? I love you guys. Thank you for listening. Um, Share with as many people as you can. Um, Stay blessed and stay safe. And I'll see you next time.